three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Real Pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter, here. And, oh my god, making his triumphant return to the podcast, Colin. Colin, how are you, sir? Good. First time as a dad on the podcast. I know, so we got got to talk about this. So... (laughs) It's funny you bring that up. I I was thinking about it. You haven't been on a recording since uh, since Joker, and what a perfect review for you to come back for. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, of all the reviews to have Colin back for, of course we pick Marriage Story. But uh, before we get into Marriage Story, dude, uh, uh, new dad, man, how's it feel? Uh, poopy diapers, how are those? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, poopy divers are great. Everything's going good. Perfect. Um, it's a little harder to get to the theater, so that's a bit of a bummer so far. But uh, it's totally worth it. I'm very happy being a dad. And you're going to be a great dad, just saying. So I'm very yeah, excited. I'm going to be like Father of the Year. Whatever. Yeah. That great movie. Uh, it, wait, is that I get a Father of the Bride? Is, that, is there a Father of the Year? I guess there would be. Or wait, it, uh... I'm trying to think now. Because <laughs> I could totally... Yeah, yeah, the the terrible one, the David Spade one. Oh, God, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to reference the worst movie I could, but... No, that's that's fair. I, I could uh-huh. totally or see... Or there's Father Figures. That's also oh, that's, a bad one. That sounds great, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I could totally see you being, like, a great, like, like a young Steve Martin, just getting the hijinks with... <laughs> <laughs> with Myrtle, <laughs> Steve Martin. I don't hate it. Yeah, like Father Father Bride actually is one of my favorite movies. I genuinely adore that movie. That's uh, a great one. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't own that, and I should I should I should buy it. Anyways, um, so we are talking about Marriage Story and Netflix, man. So I'm gonna review The Irishman this week. I I just have not been able to sit down and dedicate four hours of just straight. <laughs> Spitting through and watching it because I feel like you need to watch that movie like like in one setting and I just have not been able to sit down and and, and get through. Yeah, uh, I've tried to watch it and I kept falling asleep, but that's more because I just never sleep anymore. That that's completely <laughs> fair. Yeah, I kids kids do cut into the sleep pattern a little bit from what I, from what I've heard. Uh, yeah, so that's a tough one to sit down and watch. That's completely start to finish. That's completely fair. So. I don't know about you, but I'm a huge fan of Noah uh, Baumbach, and I started going through his stuff, and I went, wow, there's actually quite a few things of his that he's done that I like. He uh, wrote the screenplay for uh, Life Aquatic, and I'm a huge fan of Life Aquatic. Uh, he also wrote Fantastic Mr. Fox, and I love Fantastic Mr. Fox. Um, he directed um, this movie called uh, While We're Young, which I really enjoyed. Uh, he's, I think he's a really damn good writer and director so i was really curious going into this movie seeing what he was gonna do i know we haven't reviewed the report but i know that uh i've heard mixed things i've heard some people say it's really it's it's a little too dense and some people just said like it's just you know it kind of is what it is but the consistent thing i've heard is that adam driver is just incredible in it. and adam driver is one of those actors that 
he's at that point I'm excited when I see him in something. I, I'm like, oh, dude, Adam Driver, hell yeah. Uh, Black Klansman, he was incredible in that. And I think if Mahershala doesn't win last year, it should have been Adam Driver. I thought he was brilliant. And I will say, man, Mare's Story, Netflix making that big Oscar push between this and uh, Irishman and maybe even uh, Dolomite is my name, which uh, if you have not listened to that review, you should. Um, but I love this film, but it's one of the harder films I've had to watch in a minute. Uh, kind of your thoughts going in, thinking like like as far as what you were kind of thinking heading into this. Yeah, uh, that's a good way to describe um, how I feel about this movie, too. Um, but going into it, yeah, I, I checked out who the director was. So Noah Baumbach. Um, I have seen a few of his stuff. Like, I watched The Squid and the Whale um, with Jeff Daniels and um, Jesse Eisenberg. Um, that, that, I remember thinking that movie was very interesting, and it was very artsy, and it was very well done. Um I don't know if I would say it's my favorite style of movie, but it's definitely like I liked it. Um, he's done a lot of screenplay work that I that I really like. Like he's done stuff for Wes Anderson, like Fantastic Mr. Fox and The Life Aquatic, which I both both of which I love. Uh, so I mean, I was excited to see what he he was gonna do. Um, <clears throat> you first actually told me about this movie. I didn't hear anything about this movie, Marriage Story. Um, you being the big baller that you are now are getting screeners, um, so yeah. that you can have your, yeah, <laughs> cause you're too legit. Um, <laughs> Thanks, man. So you got this before it even came out on Netflix, correct? Correct. Yeah. yeah. So, so that, and they gave you like a big book or something. Is that right? So Netflix, I gotta say, man, uh, you know, Warner, <laughs> Warner Brothers is kind of like, whatever, here's Joker, whatever. Like you probably won't vote for it. Uh, but, mm. uh, but Netflix, man, Netflix is like putting together like a five course meal for all their shit. They're like, oh, here's <laughs> marriage story. But Hey, you get a booklet of notes from the character's perspective, uh, for Scarlett Johansson's character, you get a pers- uh, book perspective from uh, Adam Driver's character's perspective, and it comes in this like, uh, be- like this like baby kind of box. I was like, oh my god, this is a trip. Um, yeah, so I mean, obviously the presentation, I like, I like it's, I you know, I like shiny things. So I was like, oh, this is cool, but. Uh, you know, it doesn't mean shit if the movie, you know, talk shit, but... Yeah. So what that told me was that they were, like, they were really pushing for that Oscar, like you were saying. They were giving you that five-course meal. And I'll have to show you the one I got for the Irishman, because holy hell. Oh, that, nice. <laughs> yeah, Net, Netflix is going for Oscars this year, man. And, and, I, and I showed you the one I got for um, Roma last year. Netflix is really starting to kind of uh, cut into... Movie studios, uh, shit, which I know, you know, which I know Steven Spielberg is so happy about, but, uh, but, yeah, <laughs> that's a whole other thing. But I, the thing about this movie that I, I, I love, uh, and I think, I think you remember this movie because we're both big fans of Leo. Do you, ever, do you remember the movie he did with Kate Winslet, uh, Revolutionary Road? Do you remember that movie? Yeah, yeah, I, I watched that a long, long time ago. Yeah, so... I couldn't even tell you the plot. So, so it's similar to this. So, like, basically, it's what happened if uh, Rose wasn't such a bitch and scooted over on the door and actually let him get on the door, and they actually got rescued, which... But it's very similar to that film. What I love about this movie is that 
it starts off very sweet, and you're like, oh, like, it starts off with them talking about what they love about each other, which I thought was just such a very clever way to start this off. I was like, that's, that, I love that, okay. Um, what's unfortunate <laughs> is that that is a big, giant, kind of gotcha sort of moment, because the movie starts off with them talking about what they like about each other, and then it gets into the aspects of the bad. And they're already, when the movie starts off, they're already, like, not sleeping in the same bed together. And it's really about the marriage falling apart. But this does feel, it, it doesn't feel, it feels heavy, but at the same time, you get both their perspectives. I think that's why this is such a hard movie for me to watch. Because, and, you know, we always talk about it here. I've known you since I was 12, um, when I was 12, my parents were going through a divorce. They never actually went through with said divorce, but I was, and I'll be honest, I was a little uncomfortable at points watching this because I actually spread this movie out over a week, not because it's too long or anything like that, but just because there were a couple points I went, okay, I need to stop, uh, <laughs> watching this right now at this point. And... <clears throat> You understand where both characters are coming from. And I think for Henry the kid, that's the part that hurt my heart the most. Because these characters are wanting to go ahead and just live their best lives. And, and try to be the best versions of themselves. The problem is that at a point in the marriage, man, they just stop talking. And that's not just for a marriage. That's for a relationship in general. They just, they just stop talking. And... Uh, we'll get to it, but they have this fight near the end of the movie that I went, eek. <laughs> like, I was really sitting there like, oh, god damn, this is, this is one of those fights you only have with someone that you, you used to love. So, um, yeah, man, if you kind of want to get into the plot on this. Yeah, so, uh, like you were saying, this movie is about the uh, marriage falling apart. Um, it starts off on a really good um, note. Like you said, they were um, reading what they like about each other. <laughs> as the movie opens and um that was the other thing i was going to say about uh leading up into watching this movie i was really excited about adam driver and scarlett johansson um i don't think scarlett johansson typically gets enough credit for how good of an actress she is thank you um she gets uh roped in kind of with her black widow character and she, sometimes like being that big over the top marvel star will kind of hinder your more artistic performances just because you kind of get typecast um i feel like it happened to several other actors and they weren't able to really shake it um but uh she she's done a lot of good movies where she's just had the ability to kind of have that platform to perform um so anyway i was excited to see what she was going to do with this but as far as the um plot <clears throat> yeah it the the beginning of the divorce really stems from how Scarlett Johansson's character, Nicole, really uh, feels like she's trapped in this uh, life that um, Adam Driver's living, uh, character Charlie, her husband. Um, they originally moved out to New York to start doing plays. They met when they were in L.A. Um, uh, actually, at the time, Nicole, Scarlett Johansson's character, was a successful film star. She starred in a teen comedy um, movie and did pretty well, but instead of pursuing a movie career further, um, they moved to New York. They had a child, um, and uh, Adam Driver's 
uh, plays that he started writing and directing started doing really well. In fact, she was very well-renowned in the theater off-Broadway community for her performance in the first iteration of his plays, uh, Nicole. She was very good. But it's been 10 years now. We're at this point where she, you know, he's the big star of the th- of the theater now. Her career has kind of been a little bit more stagnant, hasn't gone much of anywhere. Um, she's more of just the mom. And she even says, there's actually this really profound, really awesome per- uh, monologue that uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson performs when she's in the room first meeting with this scumbag lawyer, which oh, we'll get to later. Yeah. And let me tell you, really what I came away from this movie <laughs> thinking is that divorce lawyers are the fucking scum of the earth. Dude, why? Like, oh my God. Yeah, okay. Like, so It's not even these people. It's not even this couple that like is nasty. It's these goddamn succubus lawyers. <laughs> so I'll be honest with you, this is one of those movies that will, if once you see how the divorce lawyers act, you're kind of like, ooh, getting divorced. Okay, like I would want to handle everything in house because because yes. yeah. these that's pe- the moral of the story. These people are fucking monsters, man. Yeah, like they turn you into monstrous versions of yourself. And they even like foreshadow that they're like, well, like we could, it, you know, because Adam Driver's character, uh, he's the one at first, uh, Charlie, who's wanting to kind of do everything between two of them, and Nicole. Yeah. They both agreed to do it that way. Yeah, at the start, it was that goddamn lady that she was on the TV show with. She was like, yeah. "Oh, you gotta call, uh, what's her name, um, uh, uh, Nora, Nora." Yeah, you gotta call Nora. She's like, "She saved my life," and I was like, "She's fucking ruined your life, I'm sure." Yeah. So, so, uh, <laughs> like, so uh, uh, that's uh, a weird uh, way to put that. So, PSA, real quick, and I'm speaking specifically to women here. Uh, here comes the deep water. Um, so, so listen, and, and I really do mean this. Do not listen to your female or your male friends who have just gone through a breakup because they are they're at a point where they're so bitter that their that their advice is going to be flawed in some way, even if it's not intending to be. And this woman clearly is pissed off at this dude. She calls him a cocksucker. And I was like, okay, he might be a cocksucker, but that's not a good way to preface the advice you're about to give a woman who's going to a divorce. Like, it's it's a really... So, it's coming from very, like a very angry place. And so, when she first meets Nora, uh, Nora uh, that first dialogue they have... And I just gotta say to you, Laura Dern... First off, I feel like Laura Dern hasn't aged in about 15 years, which is a trip. Because I, I forgot she was in I Am Sam, and I actually really uh, like that movie quite a bit. But between, I'm a huge fan of Big Little Lies, too. I really love that show, and I think she's great on there. And uh, she was in uh, Cold Pursuit, which she was actually really good in. <laughs> but I'm a yeah, huge fan aged of her. a little bit yeah. since Jurassic Park. I, I, a little, a, a little bit, but she still looks. She, since I think, 93, aged a little bit since 93. A little bit, but she, I think she still looks great though. But, uh, she, but she is, she's the villain in this movie. Her and Ray Liotta, who, oh man, Ray Liotta, he's not looking like a good fellow. He's looking like an old fellow. Because Ray Liotta is looking, he's looking a little rough. But he's the scumbag lawyer for uh, Charlie and. The the uh, scene they have in the courtroom where they're just ripping into each other, um, that's when you kind of go, oh fuck, there's no longer like any sort of civility to this. This is just getting this is a, a street fight, as Nora calls it, and 
that's where my heart really started to break because you just see these little cracks, admittedly cracks, but little cracks that you think maybe um, that could maybe be salvaged. E even the early on in the movie, they're um, they're at this uh, Nora and Charlie, not Nora and Charlie, pardon me, uh, Nicole and Charlie are at this like little shindig, and they have a, a babysitter who's watching Henry. And the babysitter is really awkward. She's like, oh my god, you're both so pretty. Which, I mean, they are. I mean, let's be real. But even that scene, you can kind of see how the, the cracks are starting to show in their, uh, in their marriage as far as them getting to where we end up getting. But it's never nasty. And I think that's, for me, is where this my genuine sadness came in outside of relating it to my own life. Well, it's the fact that these people, at a point, clearly loved each other. Uh, the 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 um, things they say about each other clearly come from a place of love at some point. At, came from a place of love at some point. But they also got married when they were, what, 19? 20? And I don't know, dude. Like This is just kind of coming from me. I just think that's so young to get married in general. Like, I'm 32, and I'm kind of starting to figure myself out. I just... I don't know, but um, it's tough when you leave like your family across the country too. Like she always had plans to come back to L.A. Where Adam Driver says that you know it comes out like you know he discussed he discussed like maybe going back to L.A. But he never really had that in his mind. He no. always wanted to stay in New York. So I mean, they were kind of doomed from the get go, but it certainly didn't have to deteriorate like it ended up like deteriorating and i think a lot of that's because of these lawyers that made it so awful you know and and then honestly near the end once you see what all the settlements were like they could have came to that conclusion by so themselves easily. like by themselves so easily like yeah. the, the way they figured it all out they would have done that like si like civilly like amicably w w without like tearing into the other people and then always having found out like the terrible things the other had to say about them. So awful. Yeah. I, the, so I, I think, but yeah, they were too, they were too young and she was too impulsive. So it, like it, it really kind of like ate away at her, the entirety of the, the marriage. Yeah. And that was kind of what I was getting at from that, uh, that, so there's this like when she's first meeting, um, no, uh, Nora, Nora, she, she has this, she describes like their story, and throughout it, it's like, first of all, it's all done on one take. Like, the camera never cuts away. Which I love. And so Scarlett Johansson probably deserves an Oscar nomination just for that one scene. And then the fight scene later on. Woo! The, the yeah. two of them both deserve. Because that felt so visceral and real. I was like, holy shit. Like, Why? It was, hard, it was hard to even, like, think I'm watching a movie anymore. I was like, this is really real. And I was like, I was like wow, that's just two actors like channeling, you know, whatever emotions they can come up with. And I was like, that's fucking really good acting. I feel like Ryan, uh, I feel like Sarah Johansson was picturing Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, like, I like, like you, Ryan Reynolds. Like, no, I love Ryan Reynolds, but like, I mean, they did have a kind of not great divorce. And so yeah. you're kind of like, but you, yeah, but you yeah. know, like you pull, you pull into that shit, you know, like right. if I'm, if we're going to review something, you know, terrible, I, I sometimes will pull from an ex and like, Oh, you, and then I yeah. go on like Tyler Perry movies, for example. But I, but I, you're right though the the way that the movie is filmed and, and I and I think some people if I'll be honest I think if you have a problem with this it's on you it's not on the film I love the way that 
some of these scenes are very long and there's really no cutting. It's really just about letting Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver show out. And I agree with you. It almost is like a play on Broadway. Yeah, and, and I agree with you a thousand percent. I think that Scarlett Johansson, I mean, you go down the list of stuff she's done, I think this might be the best year of her career between, I thought, a really great performance in Endgame, then she's got Marriage Story, and I know you, you're you going to be watching here, but Jojo Rabbit, I thought she was excellent in Jojo Rabbit, but I mean, you, we go down the list here, I mean, I, lo- I enjoyed her in Jungle Book, I thought she was great in Hill Caesar, um, I really enjoyed her in Chef, which... I thought she was great. Uh, her with Walking Phoenix, um, uh, Hitchcock. I mean, you know, she did do We Bought a We Bought a Zoo. Not everyone can think it can be great, but <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm always gonna love her because I fell in love with her in Lost in Translation. Oh yeah, and I mean, I know that was a long time ago, and she's evolved a lot as an actress. But that's like one of my favorite indie movies of all time. Agreed. And so I just always have a special place. I mean, she's obviously done a lot of stuff that's like not been the best um uh, the, but, the spirit comes to mind sorry <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah like, but um yeah like under the skin was like really fucking weird but i uh, like under the skin but it is a weird fucking movie. i fully yeah, acknowledge that weird. super weird yeah <laughs> um <laughs> but uh i don't know i just in general i think she's a really good actress i don't know i'm i'm pumped for black widow too but that's neither here nor there i yeah no i, I reviewed the black o- widow trailer and I, i'm 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 psyched for it too also she oh, nice. I, I totally forgot she did match point and i really liked her in match point uh that's one of mm. few that's one of few woody allen movies recently that i've actually wait when was match point that was oh five holy crap it's been that long good god um yeah, Woody Allen. Luckily, you know his stepdaughter was on set. But uh, <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> nice. Thank you. <laughs> I also I um I was ripping the lawyers a lot, and I really it, this movie really did make me hate lawyers. But I did like the old guy lawyer, Bert Spitz. Yeah, like he was like the he was the lawyer who was just like he was very reasonable, and he was like, hey, this is how it's all gonna go. But he was just like nice, and he was just like, look, you don't want to do this, you don't want to do that, like. Um, you know, you want to settle. You don't want to go to court. Like he's he was also hilarious. That's the other thing about this movie. A lot of this movie, like it was, well, there's lots of parts that are hard to watch and they're really intense. But yeah. a lot of this has like a lot of good humor throughout it too. Like I found myself laughing at like the kind of uh, you know just how ridiculous certain situations were. Like there's a scene where all the lawyers are. It's a deposition, and that's when Bert Spitz is there. And I mean, like it would go back and forth from like. The horrible character bashing of each party, and then they're just like, "Oh yeah, what do you want from lunch?" And he's like, "Oh, I love that place for lunch." Why? Yeah, and it was like that was so funny. <coughs> but then you look at the two, um, you know, people getting the divorce, like Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver, and they're both miserable. And they're just like, "How can you think of lunch at a time like this?" And they're just like, "Oh yeah, we're scumbags. We do this every day. This is just how we live." So it, it, it's funny you bring that up. I legit like I wanted to be a lawyer for the longest time. Like I was really looking into it because uh, you know I mean honestly being a lawyer and being a film critic uh, the, the line is not that far concerning you have to argue and defend your point but I, I remember I actually saw Liar Liar and that's actually what kind of made me get like stop thinking about it it's because I was like oh my god like you have to do this every day and like break up a home and be okay with that guilt and I feel like at some point if you're a lawyer that's why so many lawyers are like probably heavy drinkers and shit because you just have to numb your conscience to a point you don't think about shit like that and 
this movie really hammers that point, uh, hammers that point home. Uh, a scene we haven't talked about yet. So there's a scene where uh, where Charlie gets off of the plane um, from New York because he's flying back and forth. And by the way, Nora pulls such a bitch move early on by going, oh yeah, you can't get a lawyer in New York. You have to get one out here. So he has to fly out on his own time to get a, a lawyer. And I'm just going to say this as a dude. When they are breaking down, like, if you're the guy, you have to pay for, what is it, like 30% of your soon-to-be ex-wife's uh, attorney fees. I was like, wait, what the actual fuck? That's a thing. Like, I, so I didn't know how insane divorces were. And this movie gave me an education that, I'll be honest, I'm not sure if I really wanted to know. <laughs> I was kind of like, this is kind of shitty for the dude. Now, again, before, before commoners start going about, ah, like... Look, I understand that is shitty for both parties, and I understand, too, that a lot of these rules and these laws were obviously done uh, decades ago when, you know, women didn't typically, you know, work as much as they do now, because our economy's great, um, but, like, some of the shit I went, this just isn't fair, like, at all, and there's a line later on that Nora drops about... Uh, how, oh, I got you 55-45 custody, and Nicole's like, no, I wanted 50-50, and, and Nora basically goes, oh yeah, I didn't want him to brag about getting 50-50 uh, custody, and I was like, wow, what a fucking cunt you are, like, that just made me go, like, I Oh, I know, that, that was but, just like, she's such, that she that's why she, she doesn't see people, she doesn't see a relationship between two humans. She just sees like winning and losing and she'll just, you know, get down in the trenches and get as dirty as she wants to, to make sure that she can just say that she won. Like she's such a piece of shit. Yeah. And Ray Liotta, let, 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 uh, who plays Oh, he's a piece of shit too. Yeah. But yeah. He, he knows, but yeah, he's, he's like, he, he describes it the best when he was just like, look, they're going to present crazy and you're going to present reasonable. And if you do that, you're going to end up with a compromise somewhere in between reasonable and crazy which is still fucking crazy so he's like we have to paint them out as crazy so we end up in a point of reasonable which is a good argument to make but it's just like what a fucking horrible profession to be in where that's like your reality right yeah because you're like because you know charlie is being so here's the thing there's something i agree with heavily Char with charlie on and there's something i agree with nicole heavily on I agree with Charlie that he's on the fact of, look, we should have handled this in-house. I was saying this shit from the beginning. And she kind of brushes it off when he brings it up. He's like, she's like, because she finally kind of gets on his uh, level and goes like, oh, I think we should handle this between ourselves. And he goes, I've been saying that from the beginning. And, she, and she's like, well, the circumstances have, have changed. And he's like, well... I was prepared for your circumstances. Like, kind of like, where the fuck were you? Yeah, Which is I anticipated this. That's why I said we should handle it in-house. And she's like... I was like, you know, honestly, boom. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, no, exactly. Cause he's, like, no shit, Sherlock. Like, uh, yeah, that was the best thing he said. Yeah, but then on her side, when she's talking to Nora about how um, she didn't feel seen and didn't know who she was independent of him, I went, oh, shit, well, that's, fuck, okay. And Charlie ended, ends up fucking... Um, I, was it like a stage manager or like she's she's in the play with him. Um, I can't remember if she's a star or what have you, but he ends up fucking her. But Nicole fucked 
someone first like right before they got married so i'm like well that's not great so like it's just like they <laughs> like they both have their shit and you're like it, and the movie is smart enough to not make you choose a side and i think that's a really smart decision the movie pretty much presents these two very flawed people admittedly and as much as i love charlie or i just love adam driver uh too there is that point where he where he's very much an artist, where it's very much like, this is how we're doing it, boom, boom, boom. And because so much Nicole's self-worth is wrapped up in the theater troupe that he, you know, runs, I understand her feeling like she doesn't have a voice, but the line he dropped about how you don't want to have a voice, you just want to bitch about to have a voice, I was like, oh, shit, okay. Like, that's when the deep water started raising, and I was like, okay, guys. I was like, stop, stop talking, stop arguing, and... um. It really, like, that scene alone should get them both Oscar nominations. And we'll get to that in a second. The scene that broke my heart, and it's pretty early on, it's about a third of the way through the movie, is that Scarlett Johansson has a sister in this. And I didn't know this was a thing. You actually, uh, you legally can't be served uh, divorce papers by your spouse. It has to be from someone else. I, I wasn't aware that was a thing. And so... Her sister, Nicole's sister, gives them kind of. <laughs> to that's Charlie. a hilarious scene. That's another way this movie, like a really tough situation that's happening, and a really like, you know, something that could have been handled like really dark and depressing. Like, the director decided that was like a good area to make it kind of a little quirky, and show the levity of of how awkward that situation could go. Which I appreciated. I liked kind of being like able to exhale and be like, okay, yeah, that was kind of fun for, you know, as bad as that situation had to have been. So I don't know about you, man, but uh, Nicole's mom, uh, who uh, Sandra, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah okay. Did you find her relationship with Charlie really creepy? Like she wanted to fuck him? Oh, I thought it was hilarious. I, okay. I, 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 I didn't. I, I didn't think she wanted to fuck him myself. I can okay. see how you get to see that. Yeah, like, there's just a couple no, things I, I was I think, like, eh. I think, uh, the, the way I saw it was that Adam Driver was just, like, really charming and fun and nice to be around, and they all kind of liked him better than, than Nicole, because Nicole is just, like, kind of hates her mom, and the sister kind of compares herself to Nicole. So, like, they all kind of liked Adam. Or, I mean, they all kind of liked Charlie better, because he was just, like, when he walks into the house, they're all just like, oh, my God. And he's, like, really funny and great. Yeah, I like I, that, that's how I saw that situation. I mean, fair. Just, like so charismatic. <laughs> I mean, fair enough, and, and, and that's the thing. Charlie is very much a director because he he's charming almost to a fault. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, like she describes in the opening um, letter that she reads about him, it's like he remembers all the inside jokes. Like he's like more of a New Yorker than any New Yorker that ever lived there. Like everyone loves Charlie. Like Charlie's like very very lovable and charismatic and he already when they have that fight too he was just like i was in my 20s and i could have fucked anything i wanted and i didn't <laughs> you know what I yeah mean? Like, it, it's it, like and now my 20s are gone there, there was there's so many interesting points and and perspectives to look at everything that gets like washed out throughout the course of this movie and it's very very interesting to think about um but yeah going back to the scene where they serve in the papers yeah that <laughs> I don't know. He he he's an interesting character for sure. The 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 thing that just uh, so I uh, again I'm a dude so I definitely did I, I empathize. 
a lot with Charlie. There's a scene because he's just he's trying so hard, and you can it's almost like almost Kylo Ren esque, where he he just looks at Nicole a couple times like if I had a lightsaber, you'd be dead right now because there's this this whole scene where uh, they're they're going trick or treating, and he's going as the Invisible Man, and uh, he got um, he had a costume made for uh, Henry uh, uh, for Frankenstein, and but Henry went out trick or treating with his uh, with Nicole first, it, 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 and I'll be honest with you, in kind of a dick move, move on her part because they had agreed that hey we're gonna be the Invisible Man and Frankenstein, and then his cousins I want to say were like oh we're gonna be ninjas, so she took him out trick or treating first, so I think they're hitting the town in LA like at ten something oh, like that. that. So sad, and and that just made me so sad for him because he'd been looking forward to this. He had uh, people at the um, at the theater troupe. Uh, I want to say the girl he fucked. So if that's the case, I, that's. Ugh. But you know, they had determined like, hey, we're gonna go ahead and uh, Marianne. That's her name. Um, but Nicole even hacked his email. Oh my girl, you can't yeah. do that shit. Like, and and she like, you know, she goes, I hacked into your account, you dumb fuck. And I was like, whoa, like you just admitted to a felony. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, you can't hack someone's fill in the blank, their phone, yeah. their PlayStation, their email. Like, you can't do that shit. And it really made me sad because you see how nasty it's gonna get. And, uh, but you're right though. I, I love that, that nice guy. Uh, I like that nice guy, lawyer Burt. Cause yeah, he's telling him like, look, this is how it's going to be. We're in California. He's going to school out here. They're going to say he should stay in California. But if I'm you, I would do ABC. So, I mean, he's giving him good legal counsel, but it's just not the shit he wants to, uh, to hear. Can I, I say something about the, um, uh, that that uh, part you were just talking about. Um, yeah, please. And and how there, there's just something about the movie that I really liked. Uh, how it was written, I thought it was really really well written. How all these little things that start happening during the movie that don't seem like that big of a deal. Say for instance, um, Scarlett Johansson. Um, drinking some wine and she can't she's kind of like stumbling a little bit and then um, at one point um, Adam Driver comes to pick up their kid and he doesn't have the car seat buckled in and they all just seem like little things at the time and then you see when they're now all of a sudden in court like these awful lawyers are taking every little thing they've heard that's happened throughout the course of the movie that you don't think is a big deal and they start attacking their character with them and you're just like wow that's so awful but that was all like expertly laid out and like it really um, was and and written so that like you could just see how all these little things in the moment they're not they don't seem like that big of a deal none, none of it was ever a big deal but like all of a sudden when you use it and you start piling it together in a list and saying it to a judge it all sounds really terrible and i'm just like that's and it just that part made me really hate lawyers more again <laughs> yeah so Laura, so nora brought up a point that i was like oh that is kind of unfortunate like she has a point so she's talking about you know the the concept that the um that the good father was only invented about 30 years ago which i'm like okay 2010 that puts out the 80s yeah okay that's probably accurate but uh but they she's talking about how they don't we don't as a society accept the same failings in mothers like if someone's like we don't accept it structurally we don't accept it spiritually 
Um, and I love it. And look, I, I like a good shot at religion, as you guys know. I Even as a Christian, I kind of go, <laughs> okay, that's good. But the whole ma- statement she made about, you know, the whole the basis of our judo-Christian whatever, you know, Mary, mother of Jesus, she was perfect, but God's in heaven. She's a virgin that gives birth. You know, what the actual fuck? And I was like, oh, what? It, fuck, okay. <laughs> like, when I sat there for a second and thought about it, I went... Oh, I, oh, fuck, okay, yeah, that's, that's, that's accurate, honestly, it's fucked, but it's very accurate, and, again, that's one reason I love this movie, because the writing is so, it's pretty, it's about as 50-50 split as you could be, which is a hell of a tightrope to walk, by the way, when you're dealing with this sort of movie, but... Because Nora is such a bitch, I don't want to agree with anything she says, but she actually had a point there. Um, I also appreciate it, too, near the end, uh, as we kind of wrap up here. Um, Oh, actually, before I get there, did you think, and, and this is like such a mild complaint, but it is somewhat of a complaint, the, uh, the whole... Um, interaction with the uh, social or worker or whatever you want to call her oh god that was hilarious that whole I, scene was so, so i thought that was so funny but dude she she's like one of the most uncomfortable people i've seen in the movie in a while and i think that was yeah. the point she was but, yeah that was the she was such a great character like that character was clearly written that way to be like the most awkward uncomfortable person to be oh around my ever. god i was she, so that actress actually played that really well she did and you know me it takes a lot to make me genuinely uncomfortable but i was <laughs> yeah. i was uncomfortable watching her i was like god damn like uh, like and then the whole thing <coughs> there's this whole scene where they uh, a knife is involved and i was like don't do this i was like oh, no no no, yeah. no and that the i thought one, he might i almost thought he, that that movie was going in the direction where he might bleed out and die and i, I thought like, the, oh shit i thought the same thing yeah i was like oh fuck is this movie about to end on like a really sad note right yeah. like, you know but I, but yeah, ra- wrapping up here, I, I, my, okay, the one kind of criticism I do actually have is um, when they have their big fight, uh, and I, I, I don't even want to, I'll throw out a couple lines from it, but, um, you know, he tells her that, uh, he tells her that she, you know, that she's regressing. And that how she'll rebel against this guy in a couple years because she doesn't want to have a voice. She just wants to complain about not having one, you know. And then she retorts with, you know, I think about mar- being about the woman who married you, and she's a stranger to me. And you're just like, oh my god! And I, I'm sitting there, like, you know how almost when you go to a friend, like you remember when you like we're like in middle school or high school, or whatever, you go to a friend's house and their parents have an argument like at dinner, and you're kind of sitting there like. Okay, I don't want to move. I'm kind of hungry. Like, it's like, <laughs> like that. That's this scene, like perfected. And the way it cuts back and forth between the two of them, to see the anger, the hurt, the frustration in their eyes. Like, I, I, oh my god, I love that scene so much. It's one of my favorite scenes of the year. But it's such a heartbreaking scene. But the movie, to its credit, does end on a slight upswing of potential hopefulness which i thought was actually really nice and such a subtle thing because it goes back to the beginning of the movie at a point where she ties his shoes and it ends in the same way and i thought that was a really subtle but a very nice like okay like maybe they can at least be civil uh the the movie was very um circular because it it starts with um 
you know, the same letter being read about Adam Driver's character that Adam Driver ends up reading with his son at the end as well. Yeah, I, which I thought was a very nice touch as well. So, I mean, I just, I have genuine admiration for this film. Um, I'm starting to work uh, on the best and worst stuff here uh, this week, and this will be on here. I don't know how high it's going to be because I still got a lot of crap to watch, but it, it's going to be on there for sure. I thought this was just so beautifully well done, and as a uh, theater nerd, I do really appreciate how, you know, I think you put it perfectly, how this does feel like a Broadway play. Uh, I did laugh really hard that Randy Newman did all the music. <laughs> and I thought Randy did he? Newman, That's so he, funny. He did. And I thought Randy Newman did a great job because, you know, I, I was like, okay, man, like props, props on this. But I There should have been more lyrics of him singing, though. Yeah, he's just like... Like, you had a friend in me. That's what he should have been saying. But, yeah. You had a marriage in us. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But I just thought this was so expertly laid out. I was never bored. I was captivated the whole time. Uh, I, I laughed. Uh, I did cry. I, 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 I did cry earlier this morning while I was watching the uh, the big uh, court scene, the fight scene. I was just like, fuck, stop fighting. Like, it, you know. But, yeah. Uh, outside, oh, yeah. That was the one complaint I was going to say I had. Sorry. Um. When they ha- are having their fight, uh, um, uh, Charlie drops this whole line about how, you know, I, you know, as long as Henry was, was okay, I, you know, I hope or I wish that, you know, you get some sort of disease and you, like, die slowly. And I was like, Jesus Christ, okay. And the fact that Nicole didn't, A, slap him or just run the fuck out of the, uh, of the apartment... I found it, I, I found it a little odd that he could drop something that vile, drop to his knees and cry, and that she comforted him right afterwards. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, like, like that. That just set that set a little. That felt a little not unrealistic. Cause I I do know couples where if they were to have this fight, that would happen. But I don't know for for the amount of shit they said in that scene for her to be so comforting. I found that a little bit of a stretch. So I I, I the way I saw that, and I can see how you could see it that way. The way I saw that moment was when, like, all of a sudden they had started just like seeing red, and I thought I thought of that scene as them having been poisoned by these lawyers that had turned them into these monstrous people. And then all of a sudden, after he had said basically the worst thing he could think of to say and yell out loud, like he just realized like what this whole situation had done to him. And he just like fell down in shame. And I think in that moment, she saw that too, that like they had let this process turn them into these horrible people. And I thought, at least in that moment, she saw like I had a moment of clarity where she felt a little bit responsible to push him this far to say what he just said. Like she's like, like I can't believe you just said that to me and all the horrible things we just were saying to each other. But at this moment, I do actually kind of feel a little guilty that you're now crying on the floor because like I was the one that went to a lawyer first and I've kind of started us on this path. You know that's that's an interesting point, I, and like I, I, it wasn't enough to take me out of the scene for me to go like, oh, this is bullshit now. But like, that that's like, uh, and that's me kind of looking for something to be completely honest, because I was like watching this, like I'm in love with this, like what could I possibly complain about? And now it's like kind of the one thing I went, if someone were to point that out to me, I'd go, 
eh, okay, fair enough. But I, I do fall more in your line of thought where I was just like, yeah, like, there is almost, it's almost like purging your system almost how you're like, okay, now I'm kind of back at zero. So, um, but as far as a grade, man, this is a fan-fucking-tastic. I thought this was just a masterclass in uh, in filmmaking, especially in how it's directed. And I'll say right now, um, uh, Noah uh, Baumbach, he deserves the Best Director nomination. I thought this was just excellent. And for original screenplay, I throw him out in, I throw him in there for that too. I thought this was just so fucking well done and everyone should watch this. I, I know people are loving the Irishman and, you know, that's, that's, that's cool. Um, but you guys really should watch this. You should go out of your way to watch this. Uh, so yeah, fan fucking tastic for me. Uh, Colin, final thoughts, great, sir. Uh, awesome. Uh, I love how much you appreciated this movie. I really did too. Uh, I would say wrapping up my thoughts on the plot and how the story plays out and its themes and kind of the morals that you would take away from this movie. This movie had like a really profound effect on me and the most, um, profound effect it had on me was that I don't like lawyers. <laughs> I like, <laughs> Like, I really, really hate lawyers now. Like, Fair. you know, I, I always knew about lawyer jokes and blah, 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 specifically divorce lawyers and the scumbag ones at that. They may be the worst people on earth. And it really <laughs> paints them in such a, in a way. But I think what gets lost, and by design, intentionally so, this story has um, kind of the, 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 um, the best interest of uh, their child kind yeah. of gets lost in all of this. And I think the point... I don't know if that it's necessarily trying to make, but the point I took away from it was that really when you bring these lawyers in to to really dehumanize your former uh, spouse in such a horrible way, like what you're doing is you're the one that pays the most is the kid. Yes. And, you know, I think if they had never gotten these lawyers from the from the get go. You know, Adam Driver would have realized that it really was the best situation for his son to be in L.A. There's a point in the car where they're driving, and he's like, what do you like about L.A.? And he's like, well, uh, I like the ho my house better. I like my school better. I like my kids. I like being near my family, my grandma and my aunt. And he's like, the only thing I don't like is that you're not here, but everything else is better. And so Adam Driver would have came to the realization, in my mind, that it was the best situation for his son to be out in L.A., and keeping that in mind through all of this, um, you realize that the lawyers didn't do anything. Like, yeah. the, the situation would have played out the same, where they would have had 50-50 custody. He would have had a second home in L.A. so that he could be with his kid, where his kid was happier in L.A., and then um, eventually at the end, the really um, nice silver lining is that, the, you know, Adam Driver moves out. He takes a residency at UCLA. He moves to L.A. And, you know, maybe that's not the best in the mind of Adam Driver's character. Maybe he would have been happier himself if his family had stayed in New York and he would have continued to, you know, produce his play on Broadway. But he's still he's making that sacrifice because he loves his son. So that was like the part that how the movie really wrapped up at the end that I really like fell in love with. And I thought it had a, you know, sometimes these movies, they fall on their face at the end. They fall flat with the ending. They don't know how to end it. And I, I thought like, this was like a really realistic ending. Like, you know, they're not best friends at the end, but they're very civil at the end. And now they're like doing what's best for their son, which is a really, really nice um, way to see this story kind of wrap up in my mind. Um, so I, that all being said, 
Um, I love the story, the writing. Uh, Noah Baumbach should get an Oscar nomination, or if not win. And that goes for Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson as well. I really, really love this movie. It's probably my favorite movie of the year so far that I've seen. I have a lot of good movies I need to see still, but... <clears throat> yeah, that being said, I'm going to give it a fan fucking test. Oh, thank God. I, I, I After I finished watching this, I was like, I really hope Colin loves this. <laughs> I, <laughs> I did. It's but. it's undeniably great. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm sure there's people that are just like, oh, I don't like it. I will say that it's a tough movie to watch. Especially it is. If, if you are going through a divorce, if you ha- are a child of divorce and witnessed it all firsthand, or if your marriage is rocky, this could be a tough one to watch. So maybe steer clear in that sense. But if you like good acting and filmmaking, then you should probably watch it. Like, this would not be a movie that you'd be like, oh, hey, we're on our honeymoon. Let's watch Marriage Story. <laughs> like, well, like, no, I, do- me and Nikki watched it, and our marriage is great. And we just had a kid, and we're very happy. And we both watched it, and we we're just like, man, that looks like it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but good thing we're happy at the moment. Dude, no, <laughs> exactly. Like, if, if, I, you know, if Nikki and I weren't happy... This would be a tough one to watch, like if you have all these like this resentment towards another person, you know that it's a tough, tough movie. Yeah, I, I mean, Alea and I, you know, uh, you know, uh, back in October we celebrated two years, and I, I, uh, it, it was really funny watching this because I was kind of thinking that same thing. I was like, man, I was like, it's like I love Alea to pieces. I'm like, I, I was like, God help me. I hope we, we never end up. <laughs> I was like, oh my I god. I will say, is... God forbid, if anything's ever do, you know, if differences ever arise, I know one thing and I will never ever fucking hire a lawyer. Yeah, oh dude, absolutely. That's Seriously. the biggest takeaway. <laughs> no, th- this movie is a cautionary tale of why I did not hire a divorce lawyer. Because <laughs> Yeah, just be civil and end up being friends. It would be better for everybody. Yeah, and, and, and for the kid, because uh it's not a yeah. competition. When you get the lawyers involved, it just devolves into a stupid competition. And depending on how big of a scumbag you're employing, it could get really nasty. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, guys, watch this movie. I, I think I, there, there's so much here you can break down. And we didn't even really cover everything. Because there's just – this is a – the thing I think I would say that's a big surprise as we wrap up is how dense this movie is. There's so much you can take away from this. I was like, wow, this is this is a – not just a heavy movie, but there's just so much here to, to take away and break down. And I, I love movies like that. So, uh, yeah, guys, go ahead and watch Mary's Story. Uh, have you seen Mary's Story? Let us know what you thought in the comments below. You can go ahead and like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. You can follow us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Spotify. <laughs> Silly honey. Yeah, Spotify is a spinoff. Uh, Spotify. Podbean and a Stitcher Radio at the Real Pineapple. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at J Hunter Real Pineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at Nearman the First. And you follow Colin on Twitter at The Real O'Neill. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we will have a review up uh, this week for uh, Jumanji: The Next Level because that's the new that's coming out Thursday. I think that's like the only new. Oh, there's Black Christmas. I'm not seeing Black Christmas. So I will go. So I will go see Jumanji at some point this weekend. Uh, but we'll review up for that. We'll have a review up for The Irishman, which again I will I will sit through and I will get through it. I'm excited to watch it. Um, I'm curious. We'll see. But then we'll also have a review up as well for Queen and Slim, which I just saw last week and haven't had a chance to review, but I just got the screener on it. So I'm going to rewatch it and uh, have thoughts. But uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support. We will talk to you soon. Peace.